up, everyone? Welcome to Humble Threads, a bi-weekly podcast that feels like you're hanging out with good friends, just talking about life and sharing relatable stories and interests. I might be your sick host, but I am David Graves. And I'm Michael Hart. All right, let's give it humble, Mike. Yo, what's going on in the world of Graves? Uh, Guys, if you could probably hear, I am a little under the weather here. Um, it is not the vid or uh, Unicron, the Transformer. That's the variant of COVID. Uh, but it's just a little cold, seasonal cold. When it gets hot, cold outside, um, heat's blasting in houses. My sinuses get dried out, and it shuts down the whole shop. Uh, I think I'm coming on the end of this really, really soon, and I hope I am because you know you take your nose for granted, people. Right when that don't get stopped up, you give anything to have your nose back. But um, yeah, guys, that's what I'm dealing with. But once again, two weeks flying by. It only feels like a week. It's so weird. But we had a lot going on. Um, if, if you've been listening, you guys have known that this has been leading up to this. But uh, I proposed to Ashley. Uh, we are officially engaged. It was a fun time. Uh, I'm just going to run through it with you and what I was thinking that day. Um, I decided to be a nice boyfriend. I snore occasionally, if you didn't know. But I was like, you know what? I'll sleep in my futon where my PC room is, so I slept on this for her to give her a good night's rest, um, so she wasn't cranky, because Lord, was she cranky the day before, but got up, she went out with her sister, I'm, I'm cleaning up the house, because people were coming over, uh, of course, I have to get her dog together, as you guys have dogs, you know how difficult that can be here and there, because um, they, they do what they want, they might cooperate, they might not, but she did amazing, um, I got everything together for her, I got dressed up, And then we went to the park. So the story for Ashley was my friend Brett, shout out to Brett, he's proposing. That was the story. And then we were going to go to the park and take pictures before. Um, He was going to propose on quote-unquote Longwood Gardens. Um, So we went there. I had Coda. I had to get this lead together. I put out a blanket. We had lanterns from her best friend Jackie. Shout out to her. Um, And then I had to put a box up. And it was a whole elaborate thing. If you think about an outside proposal with a dog, it's what you're thinking. Um, so we did that and I had my friend Andrew come out. I'm shouting out a lot of people. Andrew, shout out to you. He came out, he took some photos. Um, so I had to lie to Ashley. I, I messed up because I should have texted her before, but I didn't want her to start checking where I was because we share our locations, but I left and she came home and then she said, where are you? And I said, damn, I'm already driving. I was hoping I could get there before, you know, she was coming in, but she was like, where are you? I said, oh, Brett, I just gave her a call. I said, oh, Brett wants to go take pictures at uh, this park before Longwood just so it's private and blah, blah. And, of course, she looks at my location. I was at her friend's house getting the lanterns. I don't know. But I, that, that didn't really throw her off too much. But I was just like, hey, just, you know, come to the park. We're going to take pictures, etc." Leading up to this, she was stubborn as an ox to get her nails done. So she didn't get them done. So then she just painted them herself in a frantic flutter. But. Um, we, we got there and, uh, I just waited for her for about an hour cause she was, should have left within 30 minutes, but it was an hour. Um, and even Mike can chime in on this because <laughs> there, there was yeah. a frantic, frantic part that leads into this story. But. So, yeah. So j- I'll just jump in real quick. So like originally the plan was like, like you know, David had a, D- David did a really great job. He, he set up a lot of stuff. He had a he had like a private Facebook group with all of like you know friends and family that were like in on it and stuff like that. 
And originally the game plan was like get to my house by like 415, 420, because that's when we you know that's not that well, won't be too long before we should be getting back. Yep. And then it's gonna be like a big surprise party for Ashley with you know friends and family and everything. But when so we arrived like on time, like it was like exactly 415. I felt good about it. Like it, you know, there wasn't many cars in the lot, so I was like, oh, you know, are people here yet? Are we the first ones? I didn't really know. But like we didn't have any contact from from David at this point because you know the man's out in the park, like Freezing. waiting for waiting for it, uh, his soon to be fiance to arrive, and uh, you know so I, I start you know me and my me and my wife are there and my sister in law were there and we start we get out of our cars we start walking towards the door and like almost as if like fate ha- had our back, um, Melissa who is it was um, Melissa's her sister. friend sister sorry uh her sister walks out and goes get back in your cars she's still inside she doesn't know and we're we're like oh my god you know and thank thank goodness she doesn't know what our cars look like so we're like in the lot like and uh we like you know we do the thing where we get in our car and just roll the seats back as if as if we're not really there and thankfully uh you know melissa and ashley finally get in the car and they leave um, you know, we get the, we get the, uh, the coast is clear heads up and, and we're able to go inside and everything like that. Um, <clears throat> but from, from that point on, I'll, I'm going to pass it back over to David to kind of talk about, uh, how it all went down in the moment. Yeah. So that, that was a, that was a struggle because, um, Mike was there and apparently there was a lot of other people who were there. Um, I was frantically texting everyone who I could, or I was putting in the group chat, um, on Facebook or everything saying, uh, she's running late. Don't come in the house just stay there. A lot of people were there. I was like, wait till 425. I was like, all right, wait, second that. Wait till 430. They left at 415. Exactly. So I said, all right, go in. That was hectic. But we finally got her to leave. Um, like I said, she painted her nails because she thought she had a funny feeling that something was going to happen. But she didn't want to get her hopes up because it's been six years. But, you know, we were finally in a good spot where I can do this. But she finally gets in the car. She's quiet. Melissa's like, why are you so quiet? Like, what, what's going on? But she finally gets to the park. I'm waiting there with Coda, my friends, and everything. She starts walking down. Um, no tears yet, no nothing. I think she really just thought we were taking photos. And then she comes down, she sees Coda, and I was standing in front of the sign. I moved, and the the tears were flying. And, I mean, the ugly cry was happening. Uh, if you guys want to go to um, my Instagram or the Humble Threads Instagram, I, we definitely will be posting them on there. Um, you can see how the whole endeavor went down. But she came up. You know, everyone's like, do you have a speech? I said, no, I don't really have a speech because I've said everything I could say to Ashley at this point. Uh, I did make a video prior to give to her later, which I did. Um, but I literally just looked at her and told her, like I said, I said, you know, you was going to ruin your, your own uh, proposal. I told you you was going to ruin it. Um, and she said, well, you know, I didn't think. I said, you could have got your nails done. You was being difficult. You didn't want to do it. I said, but here we are. I said, it's been six years. It's been a long road, you know, but we're finally here. Lead, it led us to this point. I just, you know, told her I love you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, got on one knee, proposed, gave her the ring. She was happy. Um, still freezing cold. Um, I hurried up and told my friends to leave quickly uh, so that way we could start getting, you know, the stuff broken down. But I wanted everyone at my house before we got there because she had no idea that was happening. Um, so I had to clean up a little bit. We started driving back to the house. Of course, this chick has a thousand questions. Uh, where's Why weren't my friends here? 
why wasn't this person here? Why did I said, yo, just enjoy the car ride and look at that ring. Cause it was enough money that I could have got us <laughs> like five couches. So just look at the ring. But so we get to the house. I tried to tie code outside cause we have a lead. Um, cause there was too many people in there. She probably would have freaked out. Of course, I tell Ashley to wait. She doesn't wait. She opens the door, and by her surprise, a sea of people, which by my surprise, that was a lot of people. Um, Very heartfelt to us because I said, holy crap, we do have a lot of people who, you know, care about us, love us, and and view us in in a special manner to come enjoy this moment with us. It was a lot of people. I loved it. It was a shock to me. Um, And then that's when the fun began. That's when I had to start cleaning up. Uh, A lot of gifts from everyone. Thank you for all the gifts. Um, I, I tried to text everyone. Thank you. If not, hopefully listen to the podcast and, you know, I can say thank you that way. Maybe I'll give you a thank you card on Christmas and something. I don't know, but it was a pretty, pretty fun time. I was tired, but Mike, you know, how, how was the party for you? Cause I, yeah, I mean, party was great. You know, it was awesome getting a chance to meet, uh, some of Ashley's, uh, family, uh, you know, outside of just meet, knowing Ashley and, and, and meeting her sister, I think once before at the cookout mm-hmm. you had, um, it was just nice to get to just get to know her, her side of the, side of the story and uh all lovely people you know lots of fun kids just running around having a good oh, time man. uh some of the best cupcakes i've had in a long time Yo. were there those cupcakes were absolutely uh, like insane like they they were like there was like a chocolate and a vanilla one but like they had this like fun caramel thing. kind of inside mm-hmm. thing and like the the confetti oh man it was delicious um uh, really good food i think that you think you guys had like um like italian uh, like meat, food. yeah like italian there was like baked ziti i think and like yeah. meatball subs and going around um, just good friends, really just good time. Good, good people. Uh, I gotta say, you know, I, I, since I was on the inside of the house, I got to witness Ashley's like sudden surprise <laughs> that like every single person she loved in the world was in this room. And it was just such that amazing moment of, Oh my goodness. Oh, Oh, oh you know, like, well, you're in my house. Like what's going on? Cause I remember the first thing I heard her say is like, why are the lights on? Oh my God. You know, like, <laughs> Story of her life, man. But, uh, it, it was really, really good. Um, overall, just a really wonderful time uh, getting to be there and help celebrate. Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, thanks to everyone. Mike, thank you for coming. Uh, Mike is like damn near my brother now. Um, you know, kids, if you're listening, that's just, you know, there's, there's two words that slipped, okay? But we're, we're still PG. But, you know, um, when I get emotional <laughs> and I get heartfelt, sometimes and things slip out. But, yeah, Mike, pretty much there. Pretty much like my brother at this point. He's a part of the family. Um, everything we do, him and Carolyn are invited. Jamie feels like my sister at this point. Uh, she, we annoy each other enough to be like siblings. So. <laughs> that was a fun time, but um, we got that done. Uh, thank God it's been over. You guys have let, heard this point, you know, brought up multiple times. Thank God she doesn't really listen to the podcast or would have ruined it. Um, but it was a fun time. Thank you to all you guys. But right after that, full swing into Thanksgiving, man. Um, you know, Thanksgiving at my house. Was was a kind of a big thing as we got older. It's a little different. A lot of us are spread out, um, so mine was pretty simple. I just went to my brother's. Uh, we drank a little bit. Um, we ate, and uh, I think we watched. We watched the Red Notice, the new Netflix movie with The Rock. Yeah, I, uh, whew, seven out of ten. But it was a fun time. Me getting to hang out with my brother is always a good time. We always laugh, um, have fun, and and just enjoy each other's company. I've never laughed so hard outside of being at his house. Like we're sitting there crying, but Mike, how was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, you know, it was really nice. Uh, me and my wife spent it with my parents. Uh, they had some of uh, like my dad is, is part of like a really big, like golfing g- group that he kind of like, uh, o- like, like 
like hosts, I guess himself. Like he's kind of like the main guy that gets all the like the the golfing outings set up and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, he's retired. You know, what else is he gonna do other than like fix everything around the house and constantly <laughs> ask me if he can come to my house to fix more things, um, which I love. You know, he's an amazing guy. Um, but yeah, so we got to spend it over at my parents' house. Uh, love going there specifically with our dogs. They have a really nice closed-in backyard. My dogs, it's it's like taking kids to Chuck E. Cheese. Like they just like go nuts. Like they love it. They. It's there. They're like running. They're like run up to us like, please, mom and dad, can we go outside? You know, and uh, which is always great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the meal was awesome. The bird was perfect. Um, you know, everyone's always worried about is, is it going to be dry? Is it going to be, you know, not cooked or is it overcooked or whatever? But it was perfect. My my mom has I, I said to, to the table, mom, I can't remember uh, a Thanksgiving where you didn't do the turkey like like a cert like service it wasn't where it was a bad turkey and she goes well i can think of a few years and i was like mom take a compliment <laughs> i feel like that's all moms you know yeah of course always the perfectionist yeah. but everything was great um hanging out with my dad's like golf buddy um and his wife was was really nice as well really really uh nice people from the down south north carolina area and uh but yeah i mean other than that, like, you know, just good food, um, good conversation, uh, good times. Uh, literally two days later, uh, David and I, um, per usual, we usually find some way or shape or form to do something fun with a bunch of friends. Um, we uh, did a Friendsgiving at our at our friend Kevin or Nellie's house, um, who is our boy uh, Kevin's uh, girlfriend. And of course, all of uh, Nellie's roommates, Kristen and Maddie were there as well. Uh, really awesome people, but the whole gaming crew was there. Uh, I think minus Jamie, who is currently in uh, Disney World during the time. Um, really, really great time. But we finally had the mashup between David and Billy, who Billy's been saying from from day one that you can't have Thanksgiving without stuffing, and David's been like, Nah, you can't have Thanksgiving without mac and cheese. Um, but honestly, I think I think you know our buddy Cam was there. And Cam kind of said something that that I think kind of unified the situation a little bit. He goes, because David was like, you know, uh, Cam, what's the one thing you look forward to uh, when you go to Thanksgiving dinner? And he goes, it's mac and cheese. And then Dave and then uh, Billy was like, yeah, but what's more what's more like traditional to a Thanksgiving like spread? And, and and he kind of, he kind of won us so kind of won me over and it's like well whereas I definitely agree that mac and cheese is like super important like you don't really think like the first thing you think about turkey you're gonna think stuffing because like mac and cheese personally that's a that's an all year every time you know you can do mac and cheese for every meal if you wanted or every occasion because it's just a great thing but you don't really have stuffing many other times during the year at all and I think Cam kind of put it that way it's like you know. Stuffing is far more traditional to Thanksgiving than mac and cheese is, even though he agreed that mac and cheese is the thing he looks out for the best. And we had our buddy Billy do stuffing. Um, David brought some of the best mac and cheese I've had in a while. He puts he put a little bit of like what what was it like a paprika it's or like or smoked so- uh, smoked cayenne something it was it was pap- yeah. smoked paprika or something but it was got it yeah well it had like a nice it had a nice subtle kick to it it wasn't like spicy but it had like a nice kick um, something I haven't had in a mac and cheese in a while but it was like the classic baked um, like tons of cheese um, elbow noodle mac and cheese really great time and just awesome getting to hang out with our friends in a situation that wasn't 
like a like necessarily like a raging party kind of, which we, which is what that kind of group is used to doing. It was just kind of like a kickback. You know, we had we all had like a couple drinks and it was just really nice to be able to sit around and just have just honest, good conversation with everybody without any kind of like expectation to get drunk or to have a party or to throw or to play beer pong. It was just re- a really nice. It was a really nice, humble time. <laughs> what do you think, David? Yeah, I definitely agree with Mike. It was definitely a, a fun time. It was a lot of people there. Um, and one thing I do like that's cool is like um, some of my friend group is now starting to migrate into this friend group, um, which I've told them before, like, you know, come hang out. We're all, we all play video games. The only thing that separates us is Discord and console, like chat. Um, so a lot of people have been getting into the uh, PCs and everything. A lot of them have been coming over and hanging out. But, yeah, great time. The girls did an amazing job, so shout out to them. They had the table set up. They had place cards. Um, the, hot, the hot apple cider was good with a little extra something in it. Uh, that was very good. But getting to talk to everyone, the food <laughs> food was amazing. I, I was in a coma when I got home. I definitely, me and Coda were on the couch, and I took a nap because I was exhausted. And yeah, that food was crazy. Um, everything was good. I gave Billy the benefit of the doubt. The stuffing with the sausage was good in it. Um, the turkey roll up was, I, I kind of thought it was like an enchilada turkey roll up. <laughs> it kind of was. Yeah. If yeah. you think about it, it was, it was pretty good. Um, and that was really good. He at first was trying to doubt the mac and cheese. Cause he was like, Oh, I don't like it when it's like cr- crispy on top. I said, crispy on top is the best part. Cause when it's fresh out of the oven, it's hot. That crispy isn't like you just get it bang, a little bit of a crunch, a little bit of the kick. But eventually he came around. He said, Dave, this this mac and cheese is really good. And I told him that was my first time making it, but next time, look out for next time, because this next time is about to be crazy. Um, but real great time. Uh, everyone's always great people. We have great conversations. Um, I'm just happy like we can all get together. We can party or we can just have a sit-down conversation as we get older. Sometimes I enjoy that more because Partying's fun, but sometimes, you know, you're a little tired. I just want to sit down, maybe watch some YouTube videos, maybe listen to some music, drink, um, and have, have a nice time. But girls, great job. I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you. I love you. Uh, thanks for letting us come on over. Um, and then immediately right after that, we had Ashley's birthday, um, which her and her sister are a day apart, uh, I believe, or two days. Uh, Melissa's is the 30th, and Ashley's is the 1st, so a day. Or whatever. Um, so we went to um, uh, the Tap House, I believe, in Westchester. Um, the one that's on that weird office building. I think that's what it's called. I think it's Sedona. Yeah, I think it's Sedona. Sedona Tap House? Yeah, yeah nice, nice place. Man, food was good. I got a um, old-fashioned, a smoked old-fashioned. They had the glass smoked. They poured, it was amazing. Um, we had a great time there. We got to celebrate a little bit of their birthday. And then yesterday we went to Tinseltown in uh, the Philadelphia Expo where the Too Many Games thing was at. Great time. They had all that stuff up, the, the deer and all. It was all lights and everything. So that's what she loves. She loves Christmas. So we did that. Um, had an amazing apple cider and bourbon. Amazing. I don't know what type of bourbon they chose. I need to figure it out. But warm apple cider and bourbon, that might be my new thing this year. Um, but it was amazing. So we got to do all that. So happy birthday to her. She had a grand old time. Unfortunately, your boy was still under the weather. So like I wasn't as, you know, everything, but I tried to make the most of it and, and hang out with her for the rest of the day. Uh, we also watched 8-Bit uh, Christmas, which was amazing on HBO Max. Please go give it a listen. Maybe me and Mike will talk about it. Um, some other time we'll give us, you guys a review, but Black Friday, bang. I skipped over uh, that weekend, but Black Friday... There were some deals out. There were some deals out. Um, I went shopping for Ashley because she's 
quick with getting everyone gifts, so I got her some stuff. Uh, like I said, she doesn't listen to this podcast, so but she has a list. But she wanted a um, <laughs> Sixers Allen Iverson jersey, uh, and then she wants some diamond earrings. I said, "Tuh, you got a diamond on your hand. Put it up to your ear and make it an earring." Um, <laughs> she wants some shoes, which I said, "Bruh, you have this. This ring is expensive. That's your, yeah, you know I mean." But yeah, so I got her a jersey. <laughs> I got her a jersey. She wanted some Kim K stuff. Um, and then I think I got her one other thing, but just little things here and there that she wants because we don't usually go too big on Christmas these years because she usually likes to go on vacation. So we like to try and do that. Mike, did you get anything on uh, black Friday? Uh, I, I don't think I did come to think of it. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to use my brain and trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I end up buying like clothes on black Friday. Cause usually, you know, there's lots of retailers out there that that'll give you like a 40% or 50% in your, in your, uh, yeah. uh, at checkout and stuff like that. Um, so I think I got some clothes. Um, oh, actually, no. The only thing I did get um, that was exciting for me, at least, um, was a brand new pair of slippers. Um, I don't know. Like for me, like my feet are always cold in my house. Um, I really like um, LL Bean slippers. They last forever. And uh, so I, I managed to, to secure a pair. I think originally they were retailing around like a hundred dollars, but after like all the uh, Black Friday stuff, I, I got them down to like sixty bucks. And I was like, that I was like, it's a wrap. I'm I'm get, I'm getting these. They were back ordered, so I'm not gonna get them until like the twenty eighth of December. Sheesh. But I figure, you know, three days shy of, of Christmas, I'll take it. Um, but other than that, because most of my uh, like Christmas shopping and stuff like that, I took care of early November, mm-hmm. uh, just because I wanted to make sure I was able to get stuff and, and didn't and didn't wasn't going to be fighting anybody for any any uh, deals or or the stock or whatever. Uh, so yeah, n- nothing too crazy on on Black Friday itself. Yeah, um, that was about that's I think. Well, I got her a Dreamville shirt. That's what I got her. But uh, you should maybe you should get some Crocs, Mike. I'm just saying, maybe I'll throw that out to you. Crocs. I, I have some Crocs. Them bad boys I, is comfy, I, and they have fur ones. I have heard like amazing things about Crocs. Boy. I've worn Crocs. I've never owned a pair of Crocs. And you know, it like for me I've never thought of them because they tend to have the holes in them, right? I've Some never really do. thought of Crocs as something I would want to wear like in the winter time. I've always thought that maybe I'd wear them like summertime. Um, but ones. like yeah, I, I'll have to look, but I, I I think I'm I'm very happy with the with the with the like because I got, I got like chucka boots type looking things. Oh okay. Um and that so like they kind of cover up the ankle a little bit more because my my ankles get so cold in my office. Um, but yeah, so as far as that as far as Black Friday went, that's that's where I was at. Well, that, that's what I did these past two weeks, guys. Mike. Yep. What's going on in the mind of Mike, man? What's been happening? Sure, yeah. I mean, outside all the things we we uh, we did together, which which is always fun to to have things that uh, bring us together to do something fun. Uh, I you know I you know I've for the longest time kind of just not not that I've been against it. I just haven't really had like the opportunity or like the willpower, kind of for no good reason. Didn't get the vaccine, and uh, recently my current employer has been kind of like a little. A little extra and a little over aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. Um, think kind of talking about like not like kind of like removing certain like like um, luxuries of being an employee if you weren't going to get um, your vaccination. And like like I said, I had no really good reason not to get it. Um, so I so I decided I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm just gonna go get it. And I got it done um, actually on Black Friday. Um, and so I went and went you know went and got it done. And, 
And I was I was so nervous, right? Because we had uh, Friendsgiving coming up on the Sunday. I was like, everyone tells me that when you get it, you're going to get sick. You're going to get beat down and all that stuff. And for me, the only um, the only symptoms or situation that I dealt with was the evening I got it, right? So like late evening Friday, and but then all day Saturday, I had like the most excruciating like lower back pain. And like it seemed like, cause I, you know, it's it almost felt like I had I had pulled my back out, like I had lifted something far too heavy, and that just wasn't the case. Um, and I felt kind of dizzy and kind of out of it, like maybe a little drunk, I guess. And uh, but other than like, and the but the back pain was like wild. Like I'm a 31 year old man that I was like borderline brought to tears about how much pain I was in. Um, but everyone I spoke to who got the same kind of one I got was like, that's kind of par for the course. Like that, like like the the, the aches can be that bad. Um, but you'll be all right. You'll get through. And sure enough, seriously, like come Saturday night, I felt a hundred percent. It was almost like a, like a, like a 15 hour issue that just seemingly like disappeared on me without any kind of effort or needing to you know take anything or anything like that. So kind of just had to persevere through that, had one or two whiskey sours to, to, to help me through all of that. Um, but then Sunday came around and we hit Friendsgiving and I felt like a hundred percent and I felt great ever since. So, um, my my wife asked me, she's like, you know, would you recommend, you know, get getting the one you got? And I was like, well, it was a lot of I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I was in a lot of pain. Um, but overall, I think, yes, I, I definitely would would recommend it. And these days, folks, you know, I mean, like, sadly, I don't think COVID's going anywhere. And like eventually, uh, specifically, like if you're up in New York City, like you can't go in any restaurants unless you show your like card and stuff like that. It's a little scary, to be honest. Like, I'm a little worried about what's going to happen with all of that. But um, regardless, you know. It's one. It's it's done. It's over. Um, you know, it, it, until we have to visit that that road again. Um, but outside of that whole experience, um, and outside of the friendsgiving stuff we we did um, yesterday, actually, for the second time since my hiatus, I I chose to just hop on to my Twitch channel and stream and. Now I have I like for a while ago before we even like really did this podcast I was streaming pretty heavily and I had I have a pretty strong uh community that likes to come and hang out and and support my show but you know what I've discovered is like I don't think streaming like as a full-time business or job is is kind of something I'm cut out for just um but I really like doing it I love being an entertainer mm-hmm. I love you know being on a stage more or less, you know, thinking back to my uh, touring and, and uh, musician days. And so I just decided that I wanted to play because uh, one of my favorite games, Dead by Daylight, had had some DLC that we'll talk about later in the show. And I just wanted to get on and just do it and see what and see what would happen, see who would show up. And boy, howdy, did they show up. Um, you know, I was only live for about two hours, um, but I think we, we, uh, we maxed um, at like... I don't know, it was like 23 viewers. We averaged around like 11 over the two hours. Um, got like a whole handful of new subscribers, paid subscribers on the channel. Um, and it was just really heartwarming to, to know that there are an audience of individuals that still really enjoy my streaming content, um, still really enjoy coming to hang out. And you know who you are. Um, a lot of you are out over in U- the UK. Um, and, uh, every single one of you, whether you're in the UK or the United States, or if you're a new listener listening to us, um, it just means a lot. It means a lot that, that you guys decide to show up because I just kind of put out a tweet on, on Twitter to say, Hey, going live. This is not a drill. 
and you know as if as if i never had a hiatus all of you beautiful individuals and some very new faces decided to show up and we had a really great time together um but that being said i know that uh me and david have been talking about streaming in general we've been trying to figure out kind of what we want to do and as far as my i'm concerned with my schedule i'm definitely for now i'm going to stay with twitch um i know there's a lot of uh, current momentum moving over to youtube right now um but i think i'm going to stay with twitch because uh, i don't think i'm i want to become partnered but i think i definitely love the platform as a place to gather and and hang out with individuals um but how about how about you david yeah, I mean, there's a whole whirlwind of stuff coming, but like Mike said, thank you guys for coming out to his uh, Twitch stream and, and hanging out and seeing everything. Um, another thing is, if you guys have gone into there and then you're coming to here, uh, we greatly appreciate that too, because um, with us streaming and doing other things outside of the podcast, uh, we try and push the podcast so you guys come in here and you still get uh, the same interaction you would on the uh, stream so uh, we just really appreciate you guys and if you want spread the word let people know they have a podcast you always just don't have to wait for them to stream come on in ask us questions uh, we have social media and everything else like that but um yeah i was talking to mike about it i've always been um when i first started out like uh, mike helped me out a lot he was showing me a lot through streaming and how you should be and, and the way you should carry yourself um, and i kind of took that and ran with it but i streamed on both i had twitch and facebook and i just I got, I want to say I got the same amount of followers quickly on both. Um, I have a lot of friends and family on uh, Facebook. A lot of people enjoyed my content on Facebook. Um, and then I had Twitch, but it seemed like it was more of a teeth pulling procedure because you have to make people download it or make the account or everything else like that. Uh, Mike's community welcomed me in with open arms. They came in and watched me. Um, and they, and they did a whole bunch of things, uh, for me and, and shared me and hosted me and everything. But I was like, you know, this isn't really like my community. This isn't like my thing yet. But I said, I, I had a lot of people on Facebook, but I left that, um, only because I became partnered on or not partnered, um, affiliated on Twitch. And I was like, oh, I can get my payout and everything. So I kind of just left Facebook in the dust and looking back on it, I, I probably maybe should have stuck with Facebook. I think there probably was a market there for me. Um, a lot of people came in at a lot of viewers. I went back and looked at a lot of my statistics. They match the same as Twitch, but higher interaction on Facebook. So I think, uh, I think I might be switching back to it or I might be going back and forth. Uh, me and Mike have talked about streaming on the uh, Humble Threads podcast uh, YouTube. Maybe for like a joint thing, if there's like a party games that we play or anything else like that. Um, I think there's an avenue for everything, but who knows? I might, I might be staying on Twitch, but I might be doing Facebook. I'll let y'all know. Um, but, but me and me and Mike have had big conversations about that. But Mike, man, yeah, people, Dude. people showed out for you, man. I'm they, you. Yeah, it was incredible. I think um, overall, um, I, although I like, I think the highest view count I had at a, at, a, at one given time was twenty three. Um, it's you know, I, looking at my analytics, I had uh, I had up to forty unique uh, new viewers, and an overall, I had seventy six returning um inc uh, included which was that returning and new viewers um coming in and out of the stream which is just incredible like uh for someone who who, who hasn't been live very often uh, over the last year really um but for those of you who are interested about when you know when i might be streaming again I, um i'm thinking i'm gonna try to do at least once a month if not twice um i'm not gonna stick to a certain day i'm just gonna kind of drop it on you guys when i feel like it and it'll just be a great time to just, you know, jump on in, say what's up, catch up. And it'll be it'll be a really, really awesome opportunity uh, to get some FaceTime with all of you. Yes, sir. Um, 
But moving on, uh, you know, me and David have been talking about, you know, what can we do uh, specifically when we want to deep dive uh, stronger topics or when we want to, uh, you know, what, what, what can we do more of in like our off weeks? Because as you know, we're nowhere biweekly podcast. And uh, one thing that we've really been thinking about doing is, you know, for example, there's a, the new Spider-Man movie coming out, which we'll talk about um, in a little bit. Um, and uh, we want to be able to provide like a whole episode of, of in-depth content for that kind of material. Whereas we can still have this show um, on our you know regular schedule, but in the off weeks, we can then produce content that is a lot more specific on, on one topic. So mm-hmm. starting next week... Um, we're calling, I mean, right now the working title is Humble Threads B-Sides. Um, we're going to, uh, do a full on interview and chat with, uh, William Guy, who is the owner of Throwing Sideways, who is my, uh, yo-yo sponsor. Uh, he, he recently today released a brand new bimetal yo-yo called the Parthenon. Um, it's available at throwingsideways.com. If you're at all interested in just going to see what that looks like, or or if you if you want to support the the company and the team and and William, uh, go over there and check it out. Uh, we have at least three uh, different colors and options in that specific video that is currently on sale. But like I said, we will be diving into a full um, interview with him next week. We hope to release that on uh, I believe next Friday. Um, but with that being said, gang, thank you so much for for uh, sticking with us as we chatted about our lives and things we got going on. We're going to hit our first ad break, and we'll be right back with our main topics. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for uh, sticking with us through that ad break. Uh, we're going to jump into some main topics now. Um, recently, as you may have, may have noticed, if you have a Disney Plus subscription, the brand new Hawkeye show is available. David, talk to us. Yeah, guys, uh, as you know, we, we touch on the shows here and there, usually in the middle of the shows and then at the end of the shows. Um, we don't do like weekly recaps because there's a lot of stuff out there. Who knows what's going to happen? We might say one thing and then there it'll be. But um, there's six episodes total. I believe we are three in right now. Um, so it's, it's getting pretty good. A uh, little synopsis on the show. If you guys didn't know, it takes uh, it, it kind of takes place in New York. Um, it has to deal with Hawkeye, which is Clint and uh, Kate Bishop. Which Kate Bishop's just this this it's kind of it's kind of very simple as it is. She's just a fan of the Avengers. Um, what pretty much happens is her house kind of gets attacked during the Battle of New York, um, and she just sees Hawkeye shooting arrows and everything, and it inspires her to become um, an art like an archer and everything else like that. And they kind of do a montage of that. Um, so pretty much that being it, that's, that's about pretty much of the show, but you know, I, I don't want to dive too deep in and spoil it with you guys, but pretty much she gets herself in trouble. Um, and Clint kind of hangs back and helps her out. Um, and, and, and wants to, you know, clear her name per se and certain things, but there's a lot of different jabs and, and little Easter eggs here and there. Um, that's why it's kind of hard for me to talk about, especially because there's a lot that could happen. We might have Kingpin in it. Um, there's a little teaser for that. I have no idea, but little teaser of Vincent, and he's been teasing this on social media, so we'll see. A lot of um, Daredevil uh, Easter eggs are in there, um, and just a lot of Young Avengers Easter eggs in there. But I want to say the cinematography is amazing. I'll tell you one thing, and I say it every time. Marvel makes me care about these shows, even though I'm like, who wants to watch a Hawkeye show? Um <laughs> But other than that, the actors are amazing. The show's amazing. Um, it's, it's, I think it, no, it's not going to end before uh, 
Spider-Man. I think the last episode is either going to be after the week of Spider-Man or, or on that week. Um, but it kind of gets us ready for a Spider-Man and everything else like that. That's why I kind of like these shows when they come out. They usually come out around the time when movies are coming out. So it kind of leads you up into that big, extravagant Marvel movie cinematic area that you get to experience when you go to the movies. But a great show if you guys haven't checked it out. Uh, definitely check it out. Uh, I believe her name is Haley Steinfeld, I believe is her name. She's amazing as Kate Bishop. Um, and of course, uh, the guy who plays Clint. Jeremy like, Renner. Jer- Jeremy Renner. He's amazing, especially as like an older Hawkeye. Um, you've watching him from the first Avengers movie up to like now. Uh, just seeing how like the, the battles and the fights have taken a toll on his body. Um, definitely show through there. And it, it, it gives you a sense of like progression with the character. Um, I love the show. It's witty. It's hilarious. Uh, great content in it. Uh, check it out. It comes out on Wednesdays. Uh, every Wednesday, I believe they said 3 p.m. is when it uh, releases. But three episodes out now. Give it a watch. Whew, Mike, are you excited to uh, watch the show at all? If you're gonna, if you're gonna give it a uh-huh. watch with Hawkeye. Yeah. So I haven't seen it. Um, like kind of like you joked about. Like who? Like in my opinion, it's like who wants to watch that? Um, I mean, I get it. it Hawkeye was in was a very valuable member of the uh, of the Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, specifically, you know, in in every in all the movies and everything like that. I one thing I will say is I love seeing um, what Disney Plus is doing with a lot of like the supporting kind of like characters that that were a part of that whole saga, like you know, seeing what they did with with Wanda Vision, um, seeing what they did with Loki, um, uh, Black Widow. Um, and now Hawkeye, um, and then w- Winter Soldier, and all of that. Um, it's really awesome that those characters are getting more screen time, and I love that they didn't they didn't pick different actors. Like they, they you know what I mean? They, they, like it would be so easy to, to do this so much cheaper with just different actors that just mm-hmm. you know make up some reason why they're different. But they're they're sticking with the original cast um, and doing these episodic. Um, side stories essentially uh, like to help build out the universe a little bit more and uh i really love seeing it am i going to watch hawkeye i'm not so certain just yet it might be the kind of thing that almost i will allow to be spoiled for me and then once the whole show is out i'll just go back and binge watch it because watching like i think i said this before when we were talking about wandavision like the episodic style of watching a show kind of drives me nuts <laughs> because like I like I'm so used to like like I hate feeling spoiled in this way like I'm so used to watching the shows I want to watch on Netflix or whatever where the whole season or multiple seasons are available and you fall in love with a show and you can just watch and watch and watch and 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 get your fill Whereas the way they're bringing it out, like with the episodic, yes, it kind of makes people, you know, it keeps it on the like the buzzwords. It keeps people talking about the shows, but it drives me nuts because I because like I will watch it and I'll and like because I have no doubt it's a good show. No doubt. Um, It wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't have it wouldn't it would not have gotten greenlit if it wasn't going to be a good show. Um, And so for something like that, where I'm not 100 percent invested in the character. If I'm gonna go back and watch it, I'm gonna want to watch it like the whole thing in a weekend type yeah. type of deal. Um, so yeah, for now it's a pass for me, but maybe in the future I will I'll dive in. Yeah, Mike. If you hear me say if if you see a text from me saying Mike they did the thing, that means you might have to start catching up because I I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I'm trying. Listen, if they bring Kingpin in here, 
Um, it's it's gonna change the whole because they're changing up the whole Marvel universe. As I will I will say that like I love the storyline with Daredevil. Um, I thought that the Netflix original series Daredevil was really good. Um, I thought the the Kingpin that obviously made his debut in that show is is incredible was an incredible casting for it. I think he just really rocks it. So if they are going to start blending that those universes together, that might be my ticket. You know, if Daredevil makes a, makes it becomes like a supporting character in the Hawkeye series, you might win me there. I don't so, know, but we'll like, have to see. Like here's here's the rumors, guys. Uh, I guess we'll get into the rumor mill because um, this is a topic I really want to talk on. Because Hawkeye, the reason why it's going it's going to be a good show is because it's mending a lot of these street level heroes if they go this way and if they pull it off. Um, we know Marvel's good for saying, "Hey, Mephisto," but it's not really Mephisto or whatever. Um, depending on you know trying to get your eye to look at one thing and you know it's not it's literally been obvious in front of your face what's going on the whole time but the rumor is which if you guys don't know a lot of comic book knowledge um, Kingpin has an adopted daughter named Echo Um, she is deaf and that kind of ties into the show um, especially for a simple fact that Daredevil's blind and they kind of fight each other here and there in the comics but she's getting her own show the rumor is Daredevil's supposed to pop up in that show um, Kingpin's supposed to pop up in this show and they're going to use that avenue to bring in like those type of Netflix show characters um, and kind of continue their storylines and flesh out those characters um, once again I don't know why I need a TV show about Echo but like I said they keep doing an amazing job if Daredevil's in it we'll see and we keep seeing these spoilers and these screen grabs of uh, Matt Murdock with Spider-Man in the Spider-Man movie there's so just there's so many screenshots where you're like eh, that could be photoshopped, but that that looks a little too real to be photoshopped. So, um, well, once we get to Spider-Man movie, once we get to the end of this Hawkeye show, uh, we might have a new found of a new new big fat more found excitement for these shows because I do I do love Daredevil and I did love that show, um, especially the storylines and everything. So they continue that. Yeah, absolutely. But ladies and gentlemen, we are here. To not only talk about the debacle, but we are here to declare that we have secured the bag. Yes, sir. David, you know, probably not feeling so great the the day after the the night of Friendsgiving, I believe it was. Uh, stayed up super late to set his alarm to be the, be there at the at the moment to click the right buttons faster than half of the world. We have tickets to Spider Man No Way Home. For, for the first night. for premiere night, the I think it was like one of the first showings. Mm-hmm. It's early. I think we're going to the six thirty IMAX showing. Yep. Um, but gang, it's like these tickets are going for like a thousand dollars on eBay. We've already said we're not selling. We got to go see the movie. We got to bring it to you. We got to talk about it. Um, but it's just crazy. Talk, David. You you were there. You bought the tickets. Man, talk about the experience. Man. Yo, I mean, even even after Thanksgiving, my nose was getting a little stuffy, and I could tell it was from me. But I slept over my brother's house. He had, they had the heat blasting when I was sleeping there. I knew it was getting to me, so I was already feeling a little under the weather. I said, you know what? This is gonna be cake. So I was on Discord with our friend Billy and Kevin. Um, I was like, you know what? Let me just hop on Fandango. I'm going to hop on the Fandango app. They said it'll be out at 12.01. I'm on there. I'm sitting there waiting. 
1201 hits. Bang. All right, I'm in there. Originally, we were going to go to KOP, uh, the King of Prussia, if you, for you guys who are not from the area, um, and go to the 11 o'clock showing. I go in, 11 o'clock showing, grab four seats. Right when I go to check out, the screen goes white. And I go, uh, Billy Kev, you might need to get on your computer right now, if not already, and go to a ticket website of choice. And they're like, wow, I was like, because I don't know if we're going to get these tickets if you guys don't hop on. So they hopped on. Billy was at Movie Tavern uh, website to try and get the tickets. Kev was in KOP still. I was in Downingtown because, I, honestly, it all the websites were crashing. We couldn't get through. We would get to the end of the line. Like, it would have the seat numbers and everything. It would have the cost. Everything was there. And there was no buy button. Because the website was so crashed and they didn't they didn't want to sell the tickets so quickly because they didn't know if other people had the tickets, it took forever. So in hindsight, um, it took us an hour and twenty minutes to get them. Uh, there was also a YouTuber that I watched. He had a live stream of them trying to get the tickets. They gave up and actually went to the movie theater, um, and they got tickets. They actually rented out the whole theater to them for uh, a certain time slot. And they, so he's just going to invite people to come in. But an hour and 20 minutes, it was getting a little bleak there. I said, man, Billy's looking for like the 18th, the 20th. I said, no, Billy, you got to stay. We got to stay here, man. We're getting these tickets. Um, but I eventually got in there. I said, you know what? Let's be calm. I got there 630 Downingtown IMAX. I said, all right, cool. Got four seats. They're sort of in the middle. I said, all right, went to the checkout. It crashed. Refreshed it. Went to went to the checkout again. Crashed. Refreshed it. Went to the checkout. Finally was able to put my card in. It said uh, verifying your card. Then it said bang. You have purchased Spider-Man No Way Home tickets. I said that's it ladies and gentlemen. Salute to you Billy and Kevin. I will see you that night. I'm going to bed. Because at that point it was 120. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Holy oh man. man. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard like nonstop just like commentary about how so many, so many movie theaters around the country uh, just couldn't you couldn't get on the the it, it, this is this. I think this one broke records like it's yep. it's I think it's the highest grossing ticket sales of like as soon as it launched, I think possibly ever um it beat out a lot of, of previous movies i forget which one specifically it beat like out heavy Avenger, avengers was a big one i think avengers it beat out that i think yeah and uh so but the fact that you know you can go onto ebay right now and and go search Yo. uh the cost of these tickets that are just basically being scalped right like they're just being um people have bought them and realized that and our buddy billy right like like I'll, we love Billy to death, but he's always trying to find a way to make some cash, and he's and he's smart with it most of the time. And he's made some good money, but he's like, "Yo, let's buy extra and then sell them." <laughs> David's like, "No, not on my card. We're, we're here for a specific reason. I want to see this movie. We're not. I don't need to deal with trying to sell these tickets on Amazon, no. on eBay, um, and uh, you know. But either way." The bag is secured. Yes, and via IGN and via Fandango uh, in Deadline, Spider-Man No Way Home gets biggest ticket pre-sale since Endgame. Uh, so if you guys think about it, that's kind of big because we've been in a pandemic and they've also said, like, we don't know if movies will ever do as great. Uh, will the movie theaters still stick around? Will people still want to get tickets to movies and for the pre-sales, um, etc.? And, and first, Shang-Chi kind of showed them that people still want to come in. 
But now Spider-Man really showed you that we're going to come no matter what. Um, but it was amazing. Uh, I know Tom Holland has also been talking about he doesn't know if he'll be Spider-Man going forward, etc., etc. Tony, or not Tony, Sony came out and said they want to do another trilogy. Um, yep. So that kind of ruined some stuff because I was like, hey, me and Mike, Mike had a theory. I had a theory. Um, what if, you know, he dies and then Miles comes in? That kind of messes with it. But who knows? They might be pulling the wall over eyes. I'm, the, the amount of speculation, I have no idea, guys. I don't know. What's I mean, like, it just, just knowing, like, I mean, I think it's like if, you, if any of you have seen the most recent Spider-Man trailer, like it is or seen Tom Holland almost spoil it on that one clip. Yo, um, it is so obvious funny. that there are like whether there's spider other Spider-Mans or there are other whoever's there. It is obvious that there are at least two other friendlies in that final fight um, at the Statue of Liberty. Um, and it's obvious it's going to be somebody. Now, I originally said it might be Miles Morales coming in, which would have thought which would have like worked together with the theory that. Tom Holland said, I think it's time for me to step down mm-hmm. and let Miles Morales take over. And I thought that was maybe like a like a like a little side get about like maybe who we might see in this, um, because I think at the end of the trailer, as we said, you know, uh, Dr. Strange says, you know, there's more coming or they're all coming through or something at this point. So I think, honestly, the 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 total cast of cameos possible at the end of Spider-Man is endless. I think we could even get Iron Man. I think Tony Stark might show up in his suit being like, I, I told you I wouldn't die. And like, come on back. And it'll be a touching moment. And then he's got to go back or something. Cause obviously he died um, in that, in that movie. But like, I, I don't, I think literally anything's possible. Listen, y'all Godzilla might show. Up. I, I, have, I literally have no idea. The amount of, Marvel has figured out the best way of marketing. Listen, guys, this is the last time we're going to talk about Spider-Man because I know it eats up a lot of the show. I get it, but y'all love it just as much as we do. Um, But I think Marvel has figured out the marketing plan and it shows how much money they can flaunt. They literally edit the trailers so differently that we don't know what's in the movie and what's not in the movie. Currently, someone even pointed out the fact that when Doctor Strange pulls the subway or the train around them, there's a city in the background. In another trailer in another region, it's a city and a desert. In another region, it's a desert. So they're just editing it to try and throw us off. But guys, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, please go over to Humble Threads YouTube. We will definitely be doing it uh, in depth. It might might be on here too. I don't know. We'll definitely be going in. It, 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 I don't know. Could be three hours. That, that- Definitely, like, yeah. When we go, when we go see that sh- that movie, we're definitely gonna do like a humble threads B sides oh, where me and David just go ham, we just go right in. Whoever, and we might, we might, we might have a guest on the show just to talk more about it. Our friends, but, but all right, gang, we we got to get out of here. We got another another ad break to to, uh, to you, and, and then we have another another segment we're gonna burn through I'm before excited. we close the show up. Uh, but yo, this this one, you know, this ad, you know, obviously, uh, it's about the T-shirt that we dropped. But we, but I don't think what's what's currently not in this ad is we do have. You know, David was 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 awesome enough to put together a holiday collection for us. So obviously, you know, we can't guarantee that they will ship in time for the holidays, depending on where you are in the world. But they are some awesome, awesome, awesome pieces to add to a collection if you're trying to, you know, get in early to build to build your collection with the Humble Threads merch. It is there. But anyway, we'll let David do the talking. We'll talk to you in a minute.
Hey everybody, what's going on? It is David Graves from the Humble Threads Podcast, one of your favorite co-hosts. Um, I just wanted to take a second, guys, and tell you about the new merch and everything we have in our store. Uh, we've recently decided to make some merch because you guys got us to 500 listens. Um, crazy big milestone. I wanted to say thank you for you guys supporting us. And you can go to teespring.com and type in Humble Threads Podcast and everything should be able to pop up. If we're able to get more sales, uh, we will definitely buy a domain name and make it easier for you guys to find. Um, We're just trying to feel everything out and see, you know, if you guys are interested in merch and everything else like that. Everything's amazing. I bought a shirt. Mike bought a shirt. They're very comfortable. Help support us. Um, Not only are you buying something to support us, you're wearing it and giving people some insight on something new they might see it and say hey what's that from and you can say the humble threads podcast two guys just sitting down and talking about life and video games and more things i wanted to take a second shout that out for you guys it's been david graves thank you stay humble Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you have a, have a few moments to uh, go check out that our new merch store over sure. on Teespring. Lots of really great stuff over there. Um, but for those of you who've existed in the gaming world, obviously you now know of what Warzone is, and you've heard of Verdansk, which is the current big map in Warzone. Well, guess what? If you love the map, if you hate the map, don't worry, because it is going away. Uh, David, let's talk. Yeah, guys, uh, you know me, and we've had this conversation before. I flip-flop a lot between... It's a love-hate relationship, because they just, you know, just reskin the game every year. They bring it out and everything else like that, but they did hit a market with Warzone. Um, I I really loved Warzone in the beginning, playing it with my friends, me, Kevin, all the other guys, Um, and then we got Hackers. Hackers very much ruined the game, um, and then it kind of took us off for a while. I play it a little bit now. I play it a lot more now. I enjoy it now. Um, Still some things i got to fix, but... We got the new map. With the new map, there's a lot of new features coming in that I'm very happy that they're uh, bringing in. Um, one, they are taking out stomping power rounds, which I think shouldn't have been in the game in the first place if you've ever played. It's an extra clip that makes the bullets even stronger than they already are. So you can melt a whole squad if you wanted to by yourself, which I think is ridiculous. Work on your gunplay. They're nerfing um, Dead Silence. It's something you put on to make yourself not not being able to, like, nobody can hear you pretty much. Footsteps, breathing, if you get shot, your person's, like, you know, wheezing or whatever else like that. They can't hear. I'm glad they're nerfing this because when you're a solo and you're playing this game, everyone's running Dead Silence, and then what, you can't do anything. You're just going to die, go to the gulag, come back. Somebody else has Dead Silence. They come up behind you, didn't know. So at least there will be little indicators that means they're near you, which is good. Um, And then, of course, they have the new anti-cheat software, Ricochet, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, They will have dummies all throughout the map where if you have, like, hacks on or anything else like that, your hacks usually lock onto any person and shoot them and kill them, whatever. If it locks onto the dummies and it starts shooting the dummy for more than a couple minutes, they're going to review your account and ban you. That means everything. They're banning everything. There's no way you're going to be able to get your a new account or any of that stuff um, without having to go through a difficult ordeal to do it, which I'm happy about. Um, start evening out the playing field and, and getting some new life into it. Um, other than that, that, I think that's about it as far as new features that come into that. Of course, we're getting a whole brand new map. Um, maybe we'll put it on our Instagram if you haven't seen it already. Uh, it's a little bit bigger than Verdansk. 
Um, I, I forget. It's Cal, yeah, Caldera is what the name of this new map is. It looks more lush, more vibrant, uh, a lot more things to do. Airfield in it. There's airplanes, like old World War II planes in there, so that's kind of cool. Um, reminiscent of uh, when Fortnite did that, which was a very interesting time in Fortnite, but we'll see how that goes. Of course, Mike has some of the names down here for some of the places. Um, I can touch on them a little bit. Naval Shipyard, that sounds very cool. Beach Defense, that might sound very interesting to try and do. The City Capital, I'm very interested in. Um, it seems like a lot of buildings and, and places you can hide in and creep around. Airport, like I said, there will be airplanes. Um, and, and a bunch of other places. seems like they have a lot more places than Verdansk did, which is cool. Um, yeah, I'll jump in real quick. The one thing I did see, because I saw some uh, some pre-game play of it, um, you know, obviously some streamers out there get some uh, advanced gameplay. Um, I saw that they, not only is there a volcano on this, on this, oh, on this yeah. island, because it's like a Pacific, it's like a Pacific island kind mm -hmm. of uh, type, type experience, but there's also like underground like mines. Where, um, that you can kind of like traverse and, and get through. And I think it's like, you know, it's going to create a, like a just it's a whole different vibe, right? It's a, it's just a really interesting um, experience. Uh, and I'm just honestly someone who doesn't really play Warzone at all. I'm I'm interested in checking it out and, and I'll play it probably on my Xbox um, just to give it a try uh, because I do like the way it looks for sure. Yeah, um, and like Mike said, the volcano, they say a dormant, and they make it apparent to say dormant volcano. Um, seems like that's that thing's going to, it'll oh, explode yeah. at some point. Oh, yeah, something's going to happen with that, so that's even more cool. Um, this is the most I've been excited about Call of Duty in a while. Um, I was not excited about Vanguard. Modern Warfare was the last thing I was excited about. Um, but I'm excited to play it. I'll be streaming it next week, um, probably either Wednesday and Thursday. Um, so, you know, after we're done our podcast with, uh, Mike's friend, uh, and the throwing sideways people, um, I'll, I'll probably be hopping on. You can either catch me on Facebook or Twitch. We'll send out a tweet or something. Um, but come on in. Maybe Mike will be there. Maybe Mike will join me on his Xbox. Who knows? But I'm excited about that. But with the new news of that, there's of course some new news about yes, more, destiny, more new news about destiny. Um, I, I am a diehard Destiny fan. We actually had a bit of a, like, a, like an argument in, in our in our gaming group chat today, and, and uh, sadly, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are very disenfranchised with the Destiny um, uh, entire thing that is Destiny. But but for me, I've been playing since day one, and I absolutely love it. And one thing that I'm I'm very excited for is coming out on December seventh. It is the 30th anniversary of Bungie. Now, if you've been around 30 years and you and you are kind of moving into the elder millennial uh, era, you can remember, you know, the Halo era of Bungie, right? Because Bungie was 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 what the original um, publishers yes. and, and developers of Halo. Yep. So, with this 30th anniversary of Bungie, uh, Destiny 2 is going to celebrate all of those 30 years. And they're doing so by doing some really interesting things. They are first, they are they're going to be kicking off with a free-to-play, so you do not have to pay any money with a six-player match-made activity. Um, in that activity, you'll be able to earn iconic weapons, armor, ornaments, uh, emotes, sparrows, ghost shells, and more, including reimagined callbacks to the Bungie era of Halo. Hmm. And uh, there's been some recent snapshots taken of some gameplay. And we see some Arbiter weapons that are now in the mix. We see that the classic Halo BR is coming to Halo um, in, a, in a slightly reimagined way. 
Um, they're bringing back uh, the Gallohorn exotic rocket launcher for paying uh, individuals. The if you want to buy the bundle, it's, I think it's twenty four ninety nine. Um, you'll get the you'll immediately get the Gallohorn exotic rocket launcher. You'll get access to the brand new three player dungeon inspired by the famed Cosmodrone loot cave. Um, and it's just I'm just really excited to that Bungie's finally crossing the streams and bringing a little bit of Halo into the Destiny world um, because it's it's where they began. You know, obviously Halo Infinite's out right now. The multiplayer that they didn't they didn't have it. Um, I don't think they had anything to do with. Um, you know, because because Halo's now moved on to different different developers and things like that. But uh, it's really exciting to see them uh, kind of bridging the gap and bringing some of it into Destiny. Um, I don't know if David is interested in if this is going to be able to pull him in. I know he's a big Halo fan. Um, what do you think about that, David? What do you think about um, bringing some Halo into Destiny? I think it's great. Um, I, I particularly enjoy Destiny. My issue with Destiny and, and, and just I guess my issue with myself is um, it's it's all about grinding. And I think that's also, you know, not to bring in this game that we always bring in, but I think that's also what happened with New World. Um, is the grind. So, like, I, I talk to my friend CJ as he's playing, and he's always like, yeah, I'm doing, like, 50 missions to get this one gun or to get this extra one light level, and I'm like, darn. Um, if I was a famous streamer, I think I'd have someone play it for me to level me up so that way I could do the fun things like, you know, the new dungeons and uh, PvP arenas and certain things like that. But um, that sounds fun to me. I, I You know I love Halo, so I definitely... Um, think that's a great thing. I always thought they should bring some more Halo stuff into it. Who knows? You might catch me on there. Um, if I can level up quickly and fast without a lot of grinding for days at a time, um, then yeah, I might, I might be on there. But it, it well, and fun. guaranteed, like so someone like yourself who who has a you know a guardian in Destiny Two, who would who maybe isn't at light level for the dungeons itself. You're still going to be able to um, play the free to play uh, brand new six player matchmaking activity that will. Uh, enable you to get some of these limited time rewards and uh gear so it might still be worth it you know it might still be worth it true and i um, think i think i i'll touch on one last thing i think the you, issue is i don't have people to play the pvp like we used to grind trials a lot i know well if you want to play trials we can play trials me cj kevin and billy played trials we played it so much we were at the last level with uh, the guy we were about to like rank it up and that was it like we couldn't do anymore and they wouldn't play anymore but i love trials i love those type of things i'm not particularly uh invested in the stories and the uh stuff like that that's that's where i'm at but those type of things yeah hop on. yeah i love trials my wife loves trials um you know you, there we have a trials team available and for anyone who is interested who's going to listen to this podcast uh tomorrow when it when it launches uh this weekend trials is they are uh, bringing back for the second time ever solo queuing matchmaking for <laughs> trials because previously trials you had to have a squad you had and and if you didn't have a squad you couldn't play so if you've been someone out there who's maybe more of a solo player or maybe your fire team has left you but you really want to get back onto trials and and have a fair fight where there are no preset fire teams going into trials you can just load in as a matchmade single player this is the weekend to do it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that myself. Um, but moving along here to try to keep things timely, uh, one, uh, one more uh, game I'd love to talk about. It's a game I love talking about, as you might know already. It's Dead by Daylight. Just dropped some brand new D uh, DLC called The Portrait of a Murder. It's available now. I think it's like $6.99. Super cheap. 
it's a uh, proprietary uh, DLC, so they're not bringing in uh, any licensed characters uh, this time around. Uh, but it is a brand new killer called The Artist who utilizes a distance-based ability to locate and expose survivors, kind of uses, utilizes crows. Um, she's very much like a human-ish crow-type person. Uh, and we also have a brand new survivor who's a CIA operative named Jonah Vasquez, um, who, is a, who is the second survivor to bring Boon Totem abilities into the game enabling uh, downed players to revive back into the game without the need of any assistance as long as they are near one of these booned totems. Uh, so that's super awesome. Uh, kind of changes a lot of things about the game. A little bit of the meta gets changed with that. And lastly, uh, specifically with this DLC, a brand new map has been entered into the game. Uh, it's called the Forsaken Boneyard, which is a dust-choked Chilean desert graveyard. Um, it's a daytime uh, map, so there's uh, it's, you can't hide in the shadows. Um, you just have to traverse the area. I've seen a lot of gameplay. It looks good. Um, and as always, Dead by Daylight loves the holidays, whether it's Halloween, Christmas, or whatever. Um, the holiday event is coming in quick, uh, starting uh, December 9th through the 23rd. Um, it'll be called Bone Chill. And they'll be placing snowmen specifically around maps, and it'll allow survivors to hide inside the snowmen to try to avoid the, the killers. But I'm certain the killers will have the opportunity to try to smash these snowmen. If you get caught inside one, I bet you're taking damage. And on top of all of that, most years they've had like codes that you can enter in to get charms, uh, you know, gear or or ornaments or even uh, blood points and stuff like that. But this year they they tried they did something a little bit different. And every single day during the month of December, you get daily login rewards that can be blood points, it can be shards, charms, so much more. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend it. If you are some, if you are more of a casual player, maybe you just want to start leveling up more of your characters, and you maybe don't want to play that many matches. Just log in every single day, and you're going to get a lump sum of something awesome uh, to help you move along your blood webs. But that's it for the games corner today. Uh, we have one more quick break just to talk about our socials, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, once again, it is David checking in here, one of the co-hosts from the Humble Threads podcast. I also wanted to take a second and just shout out our socials. If you have any questions, ideas, topics, uh, food that you like, your favorite superhero, whatever it is, please hit us up on our social medias. Our Instagram is Humble Thread Podcast. Our Twitter is Humble Threads Pod. We also have a YouTube channel. That's the Humble Threads Podcast. Feel free. Come on over. Check out our socials. We'll definitely be in contact with you guys. We love the feedback and we definitely want to have more of an interaction with you guys going forward. So come on in. Once again, you can find us on Instagram at Humble Threads Podcast. Twitter, Humble Threads Pod. And YouTube, Humble Threads Podcast. Thank you guys. Catch you back in the break. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it is that time of the show. You know, I really actually like this this part of the show where we kind of give, give a, a quick breakdown, rundown of everything we talked about in the show. Um, you know, it's it's just a great uh, great little moment here. So first and foremost, um, of course, we talked about uh, the proposal, the engagement of David and Ashley. The party was awesome. You know, Thanksgiving was just around the corner from that. Um, Black Friday, Friendsgiving. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, uh, David's girlfriend, Ashley, or sorry, fiance now, Ashley's oh. birthday. They, 
they went over to uh, got some dinner, went to Tinseltown together. Uh, we bought some things on Black Friday. Um, I talked a little bit about my experience getting my my vaccine. Um, me jumping into streaming and and thank you to everybody who dropped by the stream and showed a lot of support. Really means a lot. We also announced that we'll be doing a Humble Threads B sides. Uh, maybe not every off week, but but we're gonna try to start pr- cranking out some more content for you. So starting next week, we're gonna be doing a uh, quick interview with the owner of the uh, my yo-yo sponsor. Uh, the company's called Throwing Sideways, and that'll be with William Guy. So look out for that next week. Uh, we jumped directly into our main topics where we talked about the uh, brand new Disney Plus show for Hawkeye. Um, we talked about the debacle about trying to get these Spider-Man tickets. Don't worry, gang. We secured the bag. We will be here as soon as we've watched it to tell you about it, maybe in one of those B-sides. Um, <clears throat> directly after that, we hit the the games corner. Um, Warzone, brand new map coming out on December 9th. Are you going to play it? We're probably going to play it. I might I might even play it. Um, we'll have to see what happens. Maybe I can get on stream with David while he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, uh, more in the game's corner, Destiny 2, the Bungie 30th anniversary uh, bundle that's coming out, the the events that are coming out. They are kind of mixing in some Halo. Super awesome to see that. Dead by Daylight, brand new DLC, Portrait of a Murder available now. Um, new killer, new survivor, new map. The holiday season is here in the game, and they are releasing daily daily rewards so hey if you're a casual player just log in and just grab and grab what's free you know um and that 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 kind of does it for for our uh review our wrap up and review of today's episode david and that being said guys we always say we appreciate you a lot um but we don't ask a lot from you guys you know we're not trying to have you out here you know on our social medias doing hard work for us and everything but if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a rating on your podcast platform of your choice. And consider sharing it with a friend or your family member. It could be your aunt, your grandma, your four-year-old, whoever it's going to be. Please share it. It really helps us reach new listeners. And we know that you guys are out there. We see the numbers. Um, it's, it's, it's just as easy as scrolling down, hitting that five-star. It would be amazing to see that and definitely see how, you, how we reached out to you guys, especially after this year. Um, we've seen the numbers grow. We definitely appreciate you guys. Once again, I am David Graves. Um, I'm going to do something a little differently. If you look on Facebook, it should be King Graves Gaming, YouTube King Graves Gaming, Twitch King Graves Gaming. Come on over, uh, slap a like. If you prefer Facebook, I might be on there more, and you can come, uh, you know, watch me and have some fun with uh, me and Mike. Mike, where can the people find you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me in most places at Kingpin Caribou, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch. If you're if you're interested in, in what I got going on with my yo-yos, hit me up on Instagram at MikeHart.YoYo. Um, and uh, you know, as always, everybody, it is such a pleasure to hang out with you here. Um, but please, it's the holiday season, everybody. Stay humble.